General Mayhi was the commander of the exercises of Saka al-Khalij Gulf Falcon between the French and the Qatari armed forces in this decade. We ask that he come and speak on behalf of the Arab component of this particular conference. General Romehi. Excellencies, distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, My dear Dr. Anthony, thank you for this introduction. I am delighted to be among those senior officials, diplomats, experts, and I am grateful for the organizer, Dr. John Duke Anthony and his team for the effort they have made to hold this important forum, the 18th annual Arab-US Policy Makers Conference. I am looking forward with utmost attention to the various vision, thoughts, and expertise. Before I start, let me first convey to you the warmest regards of His Excellency Sheikh Hamad bin Jassim bin Jabbar Al Thani, the Prime Minister and Minister of Foreign Affairs of the State of Qatar. Over the past decade, His Highness Sheikh Hamad bin Khalifa Al Thani, the Emir of the State of Qatar, has embarked into political, economic, and social reforms. This has led to dramatic change in Qatar, which resulted in a promoting free speech, democratic elections, in which women's suffrage is guaranteed, or was guaranteed, opening the state educational system to the international competitions, including six American universities, and curbing intolerance in the religious sphere, as well as other sectors like women's empowerment, rule of the law, and human rights. With His Highness' guidance and dedication, Qatar has succeeded to transform from a tiny oil-producing country to a diversified economy and a leading player in the natural gas industry. Qatar now is the largest exporter of LNG in the world, which makes it poised to have a major voice in the energy debate of the 21st century. A total investment past $100 billion shared with the United States and European, Japan, and other partners. In Qatar, we welcomed the message of Mr. President Barack Obama addressed to the leadership and people of Iran, which will lead, which will lead to direct American-Iranian dialogue. 
to solve the differences between the two countries through diplomatic means. We consider this approach as positive and constructive step. In fact, Qatar has always been calling for the adoption of dialogue as a sole means of the settlement of dispute and conflict among states. We look forward to a serious political dialogue to address all issues affecting the security of our region. With regard to the Israeli-Palestinian long conflict, we believe that the solution lies in the two-state formula as specified by President Obama in his speech in the General Assembly this year. Two states living peacefully side by side is the only guarantee for security for both the Israeli and the Palestinian. The, re the real realization of just permanent and comprehensive peace in the Middle East will put an end to all sentiments of frustrations and despair that leads to violence in the Middle East and the Arab world region. Ladies and gentlemen, Qatar has demonstrated a capacity for regional mediation to help stabilize the Middle East and other countries and other regions, which has reinforced the perceived values of Qatar to the United States. Our position as neutral mediator has helped us to be uniquely suited to help mediate the Lebanon's crisis with the help and understanding of our strong friends and leaders of Lebanon. We successfully brokered a power-sharing deal in Doha, which resulted in a democratic election in Lebanon and the composition of the government, which has not been declared, between the warring Lebanese groups, ending months of political uncertainty and sectarian violence. Lebanon's last June smooth and non-violent election is a testimony of Qatar's success in this field. In another stage, Qatar also has been an honest broker for many regional conflicts. Qatar was chosen by both the Arab League and the African Union to host the negotiation between the Sudanese governments and the rebels who took the arms in Darfur. Since then, we have been working vigorously and closely with our friends in Sudan and the uh, Arab League Europe and African Union and with the partnership with Mr. Jibril Basuli, the representative of the UN for Darfur conflict. The parties and all interested regional and international partners participated in those meetings. We succeeded to secure the goodwill agreement signed by one of the major rebel and the government in Doha and the government of Sudan in Doha 
on February 17, 2009. In this agreement, the two parties agreed to accord strategic priority to the peace process over any other issues and to adopt a comprehensive approach which address the root cause of the problem and establish a durable peace in the country, that is Sudan. The two parties also agreed to exchange prisoners of war in order to build confidence. As of today, consultative meeting and technical workshops to prepare for the upcoming talks are continuing in Doha under the supervision of the mediations, uh, Mr. Basuli. We also have undertaken steps to unify the rebel in Darfur. This could not have been possible without the help of the American, European, African, and Arab leaders. The next rounds of direct talks will take place soon. Ladies and gentlemen, our relationship and cooperation are important and crucial, and I look forward to strengthening and consolidate them, especially with the help and support of the U.S. government. Thank you very much. Thank you, Your Excellency. In addition to the biographical uh, points I, I mentioned in introducing General Elmer Mayhi, uh, he has been the individual who, responsible for helping to delineate all of Qatar's maritime boundaries. And so the delineation, demarcation, agreement on boundaries is, is key. Few things are more key to st stability and peace and being able to anticipate and predict in the region. So he's been centrally involved in that. And virtually all of Qatar's international conferences, particularly the ones that where Qatar focused on the increasing position and role of China in global and regional affairs, as well as another summit conference on the rising role of Latin America in general and certain Latin American countries uh, in particular. He's keenly involved in education as well. He's on the Board of Governors of the Georgetown Center for Contemporary Arab Studies and also of the, the Carter Foundation.